Welcome to episode four of Sportball Talk. I'm your host, Eric Plack Tlack. As always, Sportball Talk brought to you by Eden Esports Club. You can check that out them out at EdenEsportsClub.com. You can find all of these podcasts, episode pilot through four on EdenEsportsClub.com. If this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, you have picked a good day. We are going to talk about some important stuff. Our main topic today will be racism and esports and sports. We'll have our first ever guest on the show, so stay tuned in for that. But first, we're going to talk about, in quick hits, just one hit, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. And it's not going to be as quick as usual, because that was a phenomenal game. That might be the best Super Bowl. I know it's so fresh in my mind, so I'm going to say it's the best. That could be the best Super Bowl I ever saw. More combined yards by two teams in a Super Bowl before the start of the fourth quarter. There was no defense, just teams running up and down the field. And if I'm the Lions, I'm a little concerned that I hired Matt Patricia right now. You know, maybe it's just one bad game, but man, his defense got lit up by Nate Foles, by a backup quarterback. And honestly, the Patriots scored a ton of points on the Falcons, or on the Eagles, excuse me. More than I thought they were going to do. That game, that game was a horse race from front, from front to back. And if you told me that that game was going to be a horse race and the Eagles were going to win before that game, I would have laughed at you. So it was a great game. I am so glad the Patriots lost for multiple reasons. One, because I hate Tom Brady. And two, because the fans of Philadelphia are are nuts. I thought Bills fans were crazy. I just want to start off with this thing that was posted on Twitter. it a little bit at the end but that is an amazing clip of just people walking down broad street yelling fuck tom brady that's amazing some of the stuff the people of philadelphia did was insane my favorite thing is the stuff that happened at the ritz carlton there's an awning there there were people using it as a trampoline jumping in the crowd it eventually collapsed when too many people got on it which was nuts um what else cars got flipped people got proposed to People knock down street poles. Man, it just, the city burned. They burned trees. Nuts. People ate poop. The classic Philadelphia horse shit eating. Well, I guess not Philadelphia. I guess they did in Cleveland too. Just stop eating poop, people. That's all you have to do. Policemen were high-fiving people. People were riding on cars, falling off cars, looting things, which was crazy. They smashed the windows. It was chaos chaos so there was a dude dudes down in train tracks like just stupid shit i am so glad philly won because we wouldn't have got anything like this out of boston nothing so congratulations philadelphia on your first ever championship you probably don't deserve it but hey you did it and that's all that really matters all right so today we're going to talk about our main topic which is racism and esports and sports. And the fact that this is still happening today is just unbelievable. But there's been some things happening in recent news that are both good and bad. So we're going to go over that. We're going to start in the esports world. We're going to start with the Overwatch League because racist memes keep popping up in this stupid league. And it all started in the first week when somebody had a sign with Pepe and they were cheering on the Dallas Fuel, which is fine. Except the problem is this meme is now associated with the alt-right. 
So unless you're a white supremacist or a Nazi, not really okay to use Pepe anymore. Now I can understand as a fan and not like a thinking rational person, because these kids probably like 13 or whatever. They didn't check that this meme had been taken over by the alt-right. So they probably just, they were like, oh, Pepe is a sweet internet meme. Eh, I'm going to throw it up on a sign. And they did, but you got to do, you got to look at it and do some research before you make signs because now you have like a Nazi sign basically at an Overwatch League event, which is unbelievable. So good on Blizzard. They took, it did get zoomed in on the broadcast at one point, which is unbelievable. But then Blizzard took the sign, which is great. So if you're going to make a sign, check out what the fuck you're doing if you're a fan. This one is forgivable to me. I'm going to give these kids, people, the benefit of the doubt, which is not okay if you're an esports team or a company using a racist meme. And the one we're talking about here is the way meme, which is also considered Ugandan knuckles, which is kind of like a, it didn't start again. This, these don't start as racist memes. So half of the meme, which is the Ugandan knuckles is like a harmless harmless thing it's just a bad drawing of knuckles from sonic and it was used voices went to it all the time and then eventually this ugandan voice from this old ugandan movie the way it well the movie's not called the way the movie is um something where is it it is called uh, it's not in this stupid article oh who killed captain alex it's a ugandan action movie so that line that's the Dewey line is from that movie. I need to stop saying it's so fucking racist. I'm an asshole just doing this. The way meme. And it's it's basically just a Ugandan accent and asking all these things, awful things that are associated with racism in like African countries. And it's been used over and over again, and it's racist, and it's all—it's been racist for a long time. So if a fan put this up there, same idea as the, the sign. I'm going to say, oh, it's an internet meme. You know, we fucked up. However, that's not what's happening here. We have actual teams and Razor using this shit. So Razor posted a whole, like, rainbow of these things and said Razor is the way, which is awful. Like, it's... You're a fucking marketer. Like, look, do some research on your shit before you post it. And then people were telling them it was racist, and then they were making fun of the people. And then they eventually took down the tweet and said, you know, it was highlighted to us that the meme shared may have may have negative undertones. Are, are you kidding me? You're dumb. Obviously, it has negative undertones. And it's also been used by, let's see, in promotional tweets by the Dallas Fuel, San Francisco Shock, and Los Angeles Valiant. Do some fucking research before you start using this these fucking memes. Esports of anything should be a place where everyone can get together and not feel left out. And then we keep getting these fucking racist memes being used by actual teams stop it do some research you're a fucking paid marketer for an esports team stop fucking this up there's fucking a million memes on the internet stop using the ones that are connected to nazis and have racist undertones 
do your goddamn job. So let's jump from esports to traditional sports and something that's actually good that's happening. The Cleveland Indians have finally decided to retire their mascot or symbol. I guess he's not even the mascot. He's just the logo. So the Chief Wahoo logo, which has been used by the Indians since 1947, will no longer be on jerseys or caps starting with the 2019 season. And that's great. The symbol is seen as a caricature. It's seen as offensive. Applaud to Rob Manfred, who is the MLB commissioner who's been pushing uh, Indians owner Paul Dolan to removing the symbol because it's racist. That's all great. This is this is a good step for the Cleveland Indians. But is it all they could have done on this first step? Probably not. Why? Because they're going to still sell sell merchandise with the logo in Northeast Ohio. Why? Money. If they don't use the trade, if they don't use the symbol for sales or marketing, they'll lose the trademark. So the thought is if they lose the trademark, then people will start creating shirts anyways and paraphernalia that'll just be bought so they'll lose out on the money. So they're going to keep selling the Chief Wahoo logo in in the Indians market basically. So you're still going to see this thing on TV. It's still going to be, you know, in the stands. It's still going to be there, which is the bad part. I don't think you're going to get rid of it even if you didn't sell it. People are going to, like I said, people are going to make their own shirts. They're going to come in. You're still going to see people in headdresses with drums in the stands. It's not great. It's not the best. Don't get me wrong. I think we should applaud the Indians and MLB for taking a step in the right direction. But there's a lot more work to do here. They need to get rid of... It's hard to wipe it away from the history, right? You can't erase history. And again, it's a good first step. They've slowly been phasing this out and using the block C, which is great. I, I think that's great. I, I will be surprised what the next... I will be interested, not surprised, to see what the next step is for the Cleveland Indians. Do they change the Indians' name? Do they get rid of it? Do they... Do they stop selling it? Do they give up the trademark? I think if you give up the trademark, that again, at least you can control it when you have the trademark. I, I still think maybe you you to to make the stand and say, you know what, we're against this. We're gonna get rid of the trademark too. We don't we don't want to make money on it. It's it's offensive. I think that would have been a big step and a big statement, but obviously that we didn't get that far. So good on the Indians. You know you're getting there. So that's good. On the flip side, the bad. We've got Roger Goodell saying that Dan Snyder is not going to change the Redskins nickname anytime soon, that he can't force it and he doesn't want to do it. So this kind of is the opposite of what's happening. We've, we've heard these quotes that Dan Snyder is, you know, going into the Native American community. He's doing outreach. He's taking polls. He's trying to see if it's actually offensive to people. Redskins, is a derogatory term. I'm going to say it right now. I probably even, I know some new sportscasters don't even say it anymore on air, which is good on them. They're, they're better than me. I just, I can't think of, I could just say Washington football club, I guess, or something. But those polls that were referenced, the one that was in the Washington paper, just done about a year or two ago, they've been proven to be not the greatest scientific studies of all time. There's bias in them. 
here's the problem. It's offensive. The name is offensive. So I saw Max Kellerman do a, a thing on first take, and he said it's time to do the right thing. And he's right. The right thing is to remove it. Do the right thing and remove it. You're not stealing someone's childhood. You're not taking away their memories of the old, you know, Super Bowl era Washington Redskins. You're just removing the symbol. It's just at the end of the day, it's just a symbol. You're still the same football team. I, I have gone through. I've seen three or four sabers, different saber symbols since I've been alive. It doesn't make me not want to root for the team. It doesn't make me, you know, want to buy a Buffalo Slug jersey because that was awful. But it's not. It's not the. It's not the logo. It's the team, to me. And it's racist, so get rid of it. Like, just stop stop being racist. Let's include everyone. How, how, what a crazy thought. How about we just include everyone in sports without making people feel... what? Okay, even if that, that study was legit and 9 out of 10 people are okay with it, 10% of Native Americans aren't okay with it. So what? that 10%, fuck those 10% of people. Fuck those people, their opinion doesn't matter. They're offended by it. Because guess what? If your logo was something else, 10 out of 10 people wouldn't be offended by it. What a novel idea. Stupid. Stupid. Just change it. Just get rid of it. So to get perspective on this, we're going to have our first guest on the show. Now let's welcome in our first ever guest to the Sportball Podcast, Justin Hooves Hoover. How you doing today, Hooves? Hey, man. What's up? How are you? I am great. So we brought you on the show today to get a perspective from a true blue Washington Redskins fan. <laughs> so my first question for you is, well, not really a question. Give, give the folks listening at home, the millions of people listening to the podcast, kind of a background of your fandom of the Washington Redskins. Oh, man. So I'm a uh, Virginia native, uh, transplanted to Nashville, Tennessee, but uh, goes way back uh, my family, uh, when I was a wee lad, uh, basically I grew up watching, uh, Ripian and, and those guys, uh, through the nineties and earlier in the nineties, back when the skins were pretty good. Uh, today, uh, since the Dan Snyder era, obviously, uh, the Redskins have been complete trash and uh, my life has been miserable ever since. Perfect. You will do just fine for the rest of these questions. All right, so earlier in the show, you haven't heard what I've been talking about, so these are all questions you know this is rehearsed. So earlier in the show, we were talking about the Cleveland Indians removing Chief Wahoo from their caps and their sleeves and from the stadium and that kind of stuff. They'll still be selling it because they need to keep the trademark, at least for some time. So there is, it's not all the way gone, but it's there. So my question for you is, if the Redskins and and the real issue with the Redskins is the name. If the Redskins changed their name, would that make it so you would no longer be a fan of the Redskins? Um, if I have suffered through the decades, uh, as I have, uh, watching this team, I highly doubt that a name change is going to make that any different. Um, I, I, it's pretty much irrelevant to me. I can't say the same for a lot of the other fans, but, uh, for me, it's kind of like a pointless issue. So I know I know the argument is that 
fans identify with the skin's logo and name. And as as a Sabres fan, so growing up in Buffalo, I've seen the Sabres gone th- go through, I think, f- three or four different logos before going back to their original <laughs> logo. I had that stupid L.A. Chargers lightning bolt. I had the angry goat in the, the 90s era of the NHL. I don't... I don't feel like I identify with a logo as much as I do a team. Now, do you, do you feel like you identify? Because this is always the argument that fans identify with the logo. Mm-hmm. And I think Cleveland's kind of disproven that with the way they're, they've are they kind of brought in the Block C and got rid of Chief Wahoo. Do, yeah. do you feel that at all? Um, I mean, my identity is not wrapped up in a, into a sports team. But initially when some of the stuff started coming out um, – I was kind of taken aback a little bit, like, because that, that was something that I grew up with. It's just something that's been the way, that's been that way for I don't know how long. Um, and I never thought of it that way, is it being, like, racist or anything like that, which, you know, obviously, uh, you know, what do I know? But, uh, so, I, I definitely had that initial negative reaction probably a few years ago when this became a bigger issue. but. Uh, since I've gotten, since I've had time to think about it a little bit more and weigh the issues, I can definitely see both sides to it. But uh, for me personally, I don't think, um, you know, team names and team mascots have been changed for much less reasons. Uh, and if you're going to change one, it might as well be because it's, you know, culturally inappropriate or whatever. So it's not a big, big of a deal to me anymore as it used to be. Yeah, and I, I hear you on that. When I was growing up, growing up, I grew up in Buffalo, like I said before. I was always a Cleveland Indians fan. The logo, I never realized, the, when I was a kid, I mean, I never even realized it was racist until, like, it was a caricature, until I was, like, maybe 14 or 15. And then I was yeah. like, this is probably not okay. But, <laughs> I mean... But Charlie Sheen made it okay. That's so. true. Yeah, it's, it's amazing <laughs> that that movie didn't get more flashback actually i don't know i was a kid when it came out so i so kind of continuing on with the sentiment sentiment how do you feel that dan snyder has handled the image of the redskins we know he's a terrible owner all right we don't we don't you have to tell me about that we all agree on that but like the image of the redskins and the logo and just the whole thing that's it that's the question (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's handled it just about as well as any kind of, uh, you know, moron could handle it, I would imagine. Or uh, that's not fair to say. Like, he is very much invested in the logo and the culture around it. And I think from his perspective, he's trying to preserve his business. Um, So he spent a lot of money, actually. He even sponsored uh, some studies, uh, actually trying to pull the various native American uh, viewers that watch the skins. And he's actually done a pretty good job. I think there was an article in the Washington post a few years ago uh, that kind of went into that and it even converted the editors. Like, I mean, he's done a very good job of trying to preserve the name and the image. Um, And I don't know. I think he's, he's, it's a business move in my opinion. And he also gets cred for, you know, trying to defend the name for a lot of the fans. If he just, like, rolled over and decided he was going to change it, 
without a fight, I think it would be a little bit less uh, endearing. But it's complicated because it's not just the skins. It's a lot of other stuff in, in society that's causing, you know, some of these cultural questions that are starting to pop up. So I think people will just draw lines in the sand. And I think he picked a side and he's going to probably fight to the death. And at least until we uh, get our pitchforks and kick his ass out of uh, owning the owning the skins. But um <laughs> Until that point in time, I think he's just going to keep keep up with it. Um, but I don't know if that answered your question or not. No, it did. It did. And a lot of the points that you talk about here are exactly the same points that Roger Goodell brought up in some recent interviews about when he was asked if, if Dan Snyder would change the name. There are some flaws in that that study that you you mentioned that we talked about earlier in the podcast. Some people don't feel it was as the the base of people that were pulled were as kind of random as they should have been and that they Mm -hmm. were kind of leaning already. But I do say that, yes, they have, they have tried to do outreach to the native American community. So I will give, I will agree with you on that, but all right. Hypothetical here. I got a plan for you. (laughs) They changed the name to just the Washington skins and they slowly phase out the symbol the current uh, redskin symbol, and replace it with a football. And then they eventually remove the symbol completely and change their name to the Washington Pigskins with a football as their logo. Now, you might think this is a dumb logo, <laughs> but if the Browns can have a fucking helmet for their logo, you can have a football for your logo. You, you can use equipment. The Browns are the trendsetter for equipment logos. <laughs> now, my question for you is, would you be okay? Would you still root for this team? Yeah, I mean, for sure. But uh, I, I don't know, actually. That's so dumb. Um, that <laughs> I, I never thought of it that way. Um, I mean, if you're going to change the name, just change the damn name. Uh, like, might as well just, like, name it the Washington, like, potato skins or whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, it's just... That is the, that is a great idea. And then when they're like food, like a ha- nobody's really gone with the food route before. You that's know, true. Like the... and, and when their uh, their stadium lease comes up in like twenty twenty eight, because FedEx Field is is a is a dump hole, they can move to Idaho, <laughs> be the Idaho Potato Skins. This yeah. is yeah. So three people can watch the game out in Idaho. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I... I, I I thought about that actually a lot. Like, what would they they change their name to? And I just can't. Like, that's you'd have to if you if you're sticking thing. with Washington, you have to go with something patriotic. Like you got the cap, I, you got the Capitals and the Nationals. You have to do something patriotic. Yeah, like, uh, and I've thought about this a lot. And and probably the most patriotic thing they can do is like rename the team to like the Washington Rednecks, and then have like uh, <laughs> Joe Dirt be the mascot or something. <laughs> Um, I think that would be like amazing. And then you could just like have just machine guns and like mullets and that would be the most patriotic America thing you could possibly imagine. So I, I'd be down for that. I, I would buy those jerseys. All yeah, right. All right. So we got one more question before you go. Final question. This is the most important question. This is a yes or no question. And there's only one right answer. Tom Brady, does he sit when he pees? I mean, you don't sit when you pee? I mean, wait, is that the right answer? 
No, the, uh, answer, the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not on the the Tom Brady, uh, the hate wagon, as it as it were. I think he's probably definitely one of the greatest of all time. Uh, I mean, the greatest of all time. Uh, next to actually, I, I gotta take that back. As a Skins fan, Sammy Ball was actually the greatest of all time. Then maybe Tom Brady, but we won't go into that. Sammy Ball is an old, old school Redskin, and uh, he his stats compared to the time period. I'm rambling now, but Sammy Ball is a god. Tom Brady, uh, you know, probably wishes he was half as good as Sammy Ball. So yes, he definitely sits when he pees. Let me, let me tell you, if I had the equipment to cut your mic during that, I would have. We don't talk good about Tom Brady on the show at all. You know <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's, uh, uh, I don't know, man. Like, he's definitely, I mean, he's a fucking good quarterback. How can you deny that? He's a cheater. He cheated well, not, in two Super Bowls. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough, Get man. Get out of here. Jim Kelly never cheated. That's why he never won a Super Bowl. I, I Jim Kelly would have cheated. He would have won every think... Super Bowl. That's true. He should have cheated. That's why he's a loser. Uh, that's why I still like Lance Armstrong. Like Lance Armstrong is still a you goddamn still American like hero. That's I don't know why. I'm I invited a, you on I'm... the show. <laughs> you can't come well, on here and say you still like Lance Armstrong. I definitely can't say that. Ugh. You should yeah. do another segment on that, Lance Armstrong. I would just destroy Lance Armstrong the whole time. He fucking crushed all those Euro wings. He cheated. He had like fake blood with all this shitty oxygen in it. Yeah, and it probably gave him a very mild benefit over the rest of the field. Mild. Get out of here. And he was lighter than everyone else because he only had half the testicles. (laughs) I never considered that point, actually. More aerodynamics. More aerodynamic with only one testicle. He just had so he just had so much fucking testosterone. They had to chop one of his balls off to make it fair. That's how much of a goddamn man Lance Armstrong is. Uh, I don't I don't think that's the case. All right. Yeah, probably not. But who, who's he's still a hero in my book? Get out of here. You got any shout outs before I kick you off of the show? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my my uh, my my boy Kirk Cousins, or should I say Kurt Cousins? Um, yeah, he's, uh, they're actually, I don't know if you heard this, they're thinking about, uh, franchise tagging him and then trying to trade him, but that's, that's, oh, I've heard this. So you know, what's going to happen, right? They're going to franchise tag him and then get stuck with him. (laughs) This, that sounds like how the Redskins would do things actually. Like who, for the price that Kirk Cousins is going to ask Kirk, whatever his name is. Compared to Nick Foles, who's going to be cheaper, and I think Nick Foles is younger. Who do you take? Yeah. Who do you? I would go for Foles over Cousins at this point if I was trying to get a trade because Foles also has one year left on his contract. So they basically have the same, and his is cheaper. Like you're getting Foles at like one tenth the price as Mr. Cousins. So I go for Foles. I think he has a higher ceiling than Cousins too. Uh, maybe. Um, maybe I mean, did did gotta... you not watch Super Bowl? I totally did, but did dude, you see dude just he runs for... he runs the an option. That's like what he does. It doesn't matter. You can you know where you can run an option? Buffalo. You know who already runs an option? Buffalo. <laughs> like Well, 
Yeah, I guess for Dude. Buffalo standards, yeah, that would probably be good enough. But Nick Foles would win a Super Bowl in Buffalo. He would be a back-to-back Super Bowl champion next year. The Bills have the weapons built like Philly does. They have a running back in LaShawn McCoy. They have a receiver that can go above the roof, above the hoop, like Alshon Jeffrey and Calvin Benjamin. I, that's true. I think, I think Nick Foles on the Bills could could easily win eleven games. And make some noise yeah, but, in the playoff. But it's not just Foles. You guys need a coach, too, that will... Sean McDermott uh, was like... He had to get votes for Coach of the Year. They were supposed to win, like, two games out of Vegas. And they won nine. Made the playoffs. That's true, actually. Yeah, McDermott is pretty good. I don't know. Their defense was You guys are going to end up good. with Cousins. And, uh-huh, like, 20, $28 million. It's, it's just the same teams from the 80s and 90s just stuck in perpetual football hill. No, no. All right. All right, Justin. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, man. Anytime. <laughs> See ya. See ya. And that's it for episode four of Sportball Talk. Want to again thank Justin Who's Hoover for being the first ever guest on the podcast. And always thank you to our sponsor, Eden Esport Club. You can find them at EdenEsportsClub.com. You can find all the podcasts of Sportball Talk there. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I'll see you next time.